In all seriousness, before we get started, I'd like to distinguish the two main reasons an animal would be put on trial. These two reasons are put best by Sonia Vatomsky as 1. Secular suits against individual creatures, and 2. Ecclesiastic cases against groups of vermin. So put simply, someone could take an animal to trial for murdering a child, and also a group of people could take, say, a swarm of insects to trial for eating all of their crops. Here's a famous example of the former. In 1386, a pig that was accountable for the murder of a child was put on trial and subsequently hanged. Its piglets were acquitted of the crime. This pig was provided a full legal representation. An article on Medievalist.net recounts the event. Before its execution, the beast was dressed in a waistcoat, gloves, pair of drawers, and a human mask on her head, and was chained up before it was hanged. The local government paid ten sous and ten deniers to deliver this spectacle, including buying the hangman a new pair of gloves. It's amazing how far philosophical and scientific understandings of animal behaviour has evolved since the animal trials took place. It's something that thankfully is a relic of the past. However, although we now understand more realistically the absence of human morality in animals, there is still the issue of animals being put to death for hurting humans if they are deemed dangerous. While the basis of these killings are different altogether, there is some argument to be made that if, say, a dog that has been abused or trained to be aggressive results in the death of a human, is it technically that dog's fault, and what should be the consequence? What do you guys think? I hope you enjoyed this first episode of Criminal Creatures, a darker look into the history of animals in crime.